Welcome to the Modern Feminine Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Allison, and we're your hosts. On this podcast, we dive deep into real-life topics and don't shy away from the hard stuff. Our mission is to eliminate the shame surrounding hard conversations and encourage more open dialogue about femininity and unapologetic authenticity. And sometimes we're just two friends bullshitting over an espresso martini. We'd love for you to join us. Have you been seeing the mob wife stuff on Instagram? Yes. I meant to say that when you shared it, it was, it was yeah. just like the third or fourth thing I've seen this week alone. All yeah. of a sudden, it's 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 interesting. Trendy. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that people now think that this is a thing when like we've been mob wifing our wardrobes for years. Yeah. And the one I saw recently, I should have sent it to you. I don't know why I didn't because I'm aware that your wardrobe is very much that. Although you need a fur coat. I do need a fur coat. Yeah. I do feel like I'm missing that, which yeah. I'm super on board with that. Yeah. And I'm not, not a really real mob wife vibes with my wardrobe, no. sadly. But uh, I started watching The Sopranos recently yeah. or tried to. I'm trying, trying to I watch really The Sopranos. I really want to. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's older, so that always makes it a little bit rough. But, yeah. uh, you know, you hear so many good things about it. And I wasn't allowed to watch shows like that when it was well yeah no it was late 90s right it's late 90s I was yeah. still in high school um but yeah so I've been trying to watch it but with the one of the ones I saw recently had a picture of his wife I know his name I don't know I still don't know her name I don't remember it Me either. but anyway it was like showing her as one of the examples and her wardrobe was very much that top so, tier lots of black Lots of black. It's glam with like a little touch of degaff, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Yeah. I'm wearing all black. Like you look like you're going to a funeral, <laughs> yeah. but you're super glammed out. Yeah. I don't do like the big sunglasses as much anymore, but that was definitely like my vibe before and definitely no red lip. But like, yeah. Um, Why not? No. Glamming. Why no red lip? I don't have big enough lips for that. I feel like red lip works for women that have larger lips. Watch what you say, because my lips... Look I would at... never put a red lip on you. I would never put a red lip on me either. My lips are just smaller than yours. So... Why are you saying watch what you say? Oh, I mean... <laughs> the point is to not watch what I say. You're right. I just came out of my mouth. Please don't watch what you say. But you were just talking about watch how your it. lips are too small for red, and then I was like, my oh. lips are smaller than yours. I'm okay with it, though, because I have no... I, I do occasionally have a drive to wear a lip color that pops... But I've tried red and no, it better if it's like a purpley fuchsia type color pop, I think, on me. On me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I don't I, I feel like I would need like a lot of lip filler to make red look nice mm. on like smaller lips. I think it just makes them look smaller. But um, I do still need you to like prove this, though. Can you wear you red, to wear red lip, lip to my birthday dinner? What's my birthday present request? <laughs> you look on your face. Cross, you're making me cross eyes. <laughs> um, it's my birthday. Okay, for I'm your kidding, birthday. I'm and I'm going to kiss your cheek. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I just want to see it. Yeah. To believe that you're... you're what sucks point. is you can't change your mind. Once it's on, it's on. No, I know. You can try. But it's a messy business. But anyways, I'm all about I'm all about us like because I I'm pretty used to like getting looks because I look this way when I and just in sprouts. 
<laughs> anywhere because I'm almost always ducked out in all black and my hair is always done makeup always yeah, done yeah, with yeah. like some sort of like blingy earring or whatever and like my watch or whatever like some bling somewhere but just little touches of like never blinged out you know and I think that it can be a little bit like is this chick you know yeah but and I, I kind of love that's that part of the, it is and it's but it's also part of the whole conversation about how people don't get glammed out no much that's true and it's it's like so when you see somebody that puts a lot of effort into mm -hmm. how they look when they go to sprouts or wherever you know yeah but yeah i stuck out like a sore thumb in portland Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I Love felt Portland. like I did too, though. Cause yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I always say I went from being like the, what, least, no, the most weird person here to the least weird person there. Oh, and like the yeah. sense of worldly. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to wear makeup. I know all of you guys are not. Yeah. And like laser my armpit hair off. Uh, yeah, def okay, yeah, definitely getting rid of armpit hair. <laughs> not common. No, the number of people that I mean, a lot of the Portland cliches hold true for sure. They do. So, well, you but should move to Scottsdale. Is ready? Uh, like Lola's thing with her clothes. Maybe I'm ready for now. Old Town. Um, yeah. always ready, always ready for Old Town. <laughs> definitely not interested in that, but um, just here, here and there, maybe. We're talking about sex today. <laughs> Speaking of red lips. Oh, no. Did you get scared? Did you get like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. We're talking about sex. <laughs> um, why aren't we having more sex? Yeah, that's the question. We should be having a lot more sex. Guess what? Forgot to turn mine on again. Okay. On. We're recording. Killing me. Video of Angela now. Um... Yeah, so we want to talk about it because nobody's talking about it. No. And we're just normalizing not having a lot of sex. Yeah. Why right? are we doing that? I don't know. It's a sad, sad world. We're shamey. People are shamey about it. But yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, I think people do feel shame about it. You know, no one wants to talk, even amongst like girlfriends and stuff. You yeah. know, I'll talk openly, you know, that about yes. <laughs> pretty much anything. Yeah. And sex being had or not had and whatever. But a lot of people Same. are, yeah, a lot of people are uncomfortable and maybe particularly with people that they're close to to say, hey, yeah, we we aren't or whatever, you know, or this is going on. Yeah. Kind of thing. So. I mean, if you if you haven't picked up, if our listeners haven't picked up like a theme here, <laughs> it's like vulnerable conversations need to be had. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, let's normalize being vulnerable and weird. Yeah, there's not Still. much we're we're afraid to talk about. No, I mean there is some like oh, like fear around putting it on our podcast because sure. it feels very telling about our personal lives, but. Yeah. We're going to take one for the team to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, to we'll make this conversation happen. Still be respectful to the people in our lives yeah. that this involves. But yeah, can still definitely go into some juicy. Yeah. Juicy Let's talk about stuff. it all. Juicy, juicy. So bandwidth. Bandwidth, bandwidth yeah. I think, is a big part of it. Uh, not just because of, well, that's a whole. Angela health coach conversation where people just Please. don't have 
the drive yeah. inherently, right? And they're not taking care of themselves enough. And, yeah. and sex can feel like work when you're yeah. physically, you know, like, it can be, it can feel strenuous. It can. And, and painful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for both parties, you know, men yeah. always get this. There's all the reels about how much work it is for a man to be like thrusting and doing more of the work, which I will say, I still think that the male, like the stronger of the two parties it should be a little bit more work. Huh. But I don't think that it's not a lot of work for women either. I mean, I can think a of a of, number of positions yeah. where women are doing more. The woman is doing more of the work than the man. Um, but you definitely need to be taking care of yourself to to be able to show up for that. But there's also the bandwidth aspect that's like how much shit you have on your plate. And right? it's also the mental work. I think women get really in the weeds about the mental work around yeah. sex too. Yeah. But I've seen plenty like men that... That's real for them, too. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mental. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into play with it. But yeah, uh, I think it's mental for both. It's I just more that. mental for women. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. 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 Um, but wh- what did you end that sentence with? Because then I lost it. Yeah. I was saying oh, how much shit is on your plate. Yeah. Because um, I say yeah. that's, you know, you you have a lot of moving parts in your life. Yeah. With, I with mean, children and. Yeah. I mean, kids can really put a damper on that. Yeah. And not only just like kids walking in or like potentially like banging on your door seeing in the middle something of the happening night or, or seeing, yeah, I don't necessarily worry about that. Yeah, because I wouldn't. I would not worry about that. You know, I don't. I don't necessarily believe Raúl feels the same way. Yeah, but yeah. um, I don't worry about it because like I'm going to take precautions to make sure that doesn't happen. Obviously, yeah. but um. It's definitely hard to feel available emotionally for your partner at the end of the day. And it's hard to find time during the day, like, to have sex because, I mean, I don't see Raul during the day either. But, like, I don't think that's typical for people. I mean, maybe working from home is more common and, like, maybe taking breaks for each other is more common. But, um but yeah, I mean, it's when you have kids and you have run businesses or you have, you know, full time work. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to find the time and yeah. it's hard to make the space. Yeah. I think I was just saying to you a couple of days ago, I was talking about workouts and thinking about doing evening workouts and how that felt like yeah. the hardest time of day for me to yeah. to get to the gym. And, and obviously it's a whole nother level. But I think keeping things like that in mind right like yeah energy levels like when intimacy is going to fit into your life or figuring that out you know and I think my sex drive is actually high does ramp up throughout the day it's not I'm not like a morning love love morning sex kind of person I know that some women are 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 um but yeah there's it's like the timing of all of that in the middle of our very busy lives can be tricky I mean, the morning, I definitely was like love morning sex before kids. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different thing. Yeah. It's like not a thing. Yeah. But I actually think that it's so common. I mean, I've heard some some people, some of my girlfriends talk about it. Even kids that people that have kids, you know, and and they, their kids are early risers and they put them on the tablets or show and yeah. take the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love well, that for them. Yeah. I mean, we know like a, a healthy male, it's they're probably most of them are not going to say no to the morning time. Right. It feels like a natural thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're 
it is a thing. Morning <laughs> it is wood. a thing. Morning wood. <laughs> Morning wood is real. Yeah. <laughs> or like the candle I got, Raul. That's what, what it, oh, said, yeah. What does it say? It's light. Said Christmas the, morning wood. Oh, Christmas morning yeah, wood. Yeah. Light if says, you want me to get naked. Light if you want me to get naked. <laughs> and, you know, I'll, so I'll just like walk by the bathroom. He's like lighting it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you could just tell me. <laughs> like, I'm like, sorry, not now. <laughs> Check in later. Check it later. <laughs> Just keep it burning for a while. Yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Ralph's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I it has to be a priority, right? Like, yeah. It has to be a priority. It cannot yeah. be like an afterthought. No. And it's important. It's important. You have to you have to make it important in yeah. your no matter what's happening in your world, you have to make the time for it. Yeah. Because I don't know any any male. I mean, really many females either. But like, I don't know many, any male that's like, yeah, totally want to sign me up for a marriage that doesn't have sex. Right. Yeah. Like that's sex is not up there with everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And. Sorry, my brain just went in like multiple different directions, but um. For me, and I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, I haven't, like, surveyed that many people, but, like, for me, the sexual connection between two people is, like, everything about, like, that's the foundation for a relationship. And obviously there's all these other, like, trust and communication and all, but it's, like, if I I always have, and I've seen it, and especially growing up in the religious culture that I did and the number of people that I knew that got divorced because their sex life was dead. Like you can't just end up feeling like you're living with your, a roommate or a brother or whatever it turns into. And so I just maintain that like, that's, that's a foundation for two people. Like that needs to stay strong and you can almost always correlate it with like how, whether people are going to stray whether they do stray or not, or if they're thinking about it, or the divorce, or like anything happening, if you can track it back, like the health of the marriage or a relationship, I feel like is always very closely correlated with how two, how close two people are mm-hmm. connecting sexually. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it seems. I mean, just from talking to people recently, a few conversations I've had recently, it seems like it's either one or the other, right? Like there's like a super strong emotional connection, but the sex is not happening as often or they have to work harder for it or it's like just scheduled and it's not necessarily like you know natural happening Happening organically yeah yeah versus um like you're super connected sexually and like the emotional stuff is is not happening Mm -hmm. as often or like you're not having emotion like super Mm -hmm. deep well like like connected connected conversations Yeah. yeah well and it is i think the unfortunate byproduct of like a lot of things within our our lives you know and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes with like with simplifying and setting expectations and everything it's like a lot of people will use sex as like a band-aid in a relationship you know like we're so busy and we've maybe grown apart or whatever but we still have chemistry or whatever so we're gonna bang a lot but then they're not connecting emotionally and like I guess I just I don't know of a lot of people myself that are super connected emotionally and not having sex that that one kind of surprises me because I mean, I suppose with two people that have maybe known each other for a very long time, that could be maybe more so the case because I'm sure it does become difficult for two people that have known each other for a long time, sex many, many, many times to keep things very interesting. But 
Um, but yeah, I, I guess I would be surprised by that unless the relationship has like kind of morphed into like a familial type of love rather than a romantic chemistry filled type of love. Yeah. If that's what's happening. I think it's more because of children being yeah. in the picture and um, the on the female side, she is struggling because she's, you know, overwhelmed with motherhood. But she feels like she has the emotional support from her partner. But at the end of the day, she's just feeling like too depleted. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's obviously an imp it's important. She recognizes that it's important, but yeah. they're having a hard time keeping up with it. Yeah. You know, I think it's an interesting thing about our biology that women, when overwhelmed and like feel, you know, a strong lack of balance in their lives, are completely demotivated to yeah. have sex. It's Men true. that are overwhelmed, like, they will still, they yeah. you know, they have good testosterone levels, a healthy yeah. age, whatever, they are still fairly motivated to procreate, right? Yeah. Like, keeping our species going. And because like if it were up to us, yeah, 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 yeah. And I do think that a lot of, I think it's tough for women. And I know that, like, I do feel like I've been on both sides where the overwhelm and or like body things and like my disconnection to my own sexuality for in like past years um I like sex becomes like the least important thing in my life you know and now I feel like I and handle and or manage that type of energy like I'm much more connected to my own sexual energy and even of like if it's emotional stress financial stress whatever it is like I do get a, quite a bit more less motivated for it but it doesn't disappear like it used to like I I'm conscientious of trying to maintain that connection to it because I know it's such an integral part of who I am and loving myself moving forward goals everything like it feels like a really big part of it and so it does make me pretty sad that the level of overwhelm that women are experiencing are driving them to feel so demotivated when it's like it's almost like part of the antidote right when you have kids and you're focusing so much energy outside of yourself and not on yourself right like it just become it starts to feel unimportant right mm -hmm. and that's like you have to decide how you're going to allocate your energy that day yep. and it's just being it's just it's and it's not even always a mind a mindful thing right a lot of yeah, times yeah. it's just like you're just pouring and pouring and pouring. Yeah. And by the end of the day, you're just like, I'm not like, don't even touch me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I think there's also another aspect of this that's like having partners that like feeling resentful towards their partner because of whatever is happening within the marriage. I mean, obviously all of those things feed into this, but um, what has kept me motivated, not to say that we've been like perfect all of these years, but what helps a lot is when you find joy and knowing that they are getting what they need you know yeah you yeah. know your partner not yeah. your just your not your children <laughs> I mean I have joy yes. knowing that they have what they need clearly yeah but like I I really do um like it's very it's very it gives me a lot of pleasure in my life knowing that like he's cared for in that way yes yeah well and yeah so two things to respond to what you just said the the end of the day you know yeah. overwhelm don't even touch me kind of thing I mean I think there's a real like adrenal fatigue oh yeah <laughs> part of that conversation Touched out. yeah which is 
absolutely has a huge hormonal impact. Like, you know, trying to, your cortisol is overfiring all the time and you're, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to get too technical, but it's going to just completely zap any of the other signaling that would be happening that hormonally throughout the our monthly cycles. Because we, textbook wise, you should have like half of the month where your cycle is, or your, yeah, your cycle is causing your sex drive to ramp. And that's just going to be lost in the middle of the adrenal fatigue stuff. But, you know, the, what was the other part that you said? Oh, yeah. Just as far as um, getting joy out of giving that to the man that you're with, you know, at kind of what I was just saying with the feminine energy stuff, like it's such a big part of that and working to be that like powerful feminine energy. I think a lot of that so much is wrapped up in wanting to, you know, you're filling gaps in your partner's life. You're helping to facilitate their goals and their mission. And part of that is, you know, giving them that charge up before yeah. they go out into the world, you know. So it's like my favorite part of the movie 300 I've talked to you about, yes. right? Where he's like, okay, yeah. we're going to war. And she's like, all right, I'll fuck you. Good yeah. luck. You might yeah. die. <laughs> yep. She's so, like, I did my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I I just loved that kind of example of that. What it's like, what else can she really do in that moment other than Yeah. You know, support him in, in that and going. Yeah. And it feeds it really does feed my my femininity. I feel feminine. I feel the most feminine. I feel even more sensual. I feel yeah. Um, and that that's something that feel it feels so good like that feels uh, you know I throughout I carry it throughout my day it's like an energetic yes. thing that I carry when I have when I've I've gotten that part and I fulfilled that part for him yeah um, and I've received it myself you know like it's um, it's you know you you can you can look at you can tell I, I feel like this this might be like super <laughs> super not the right thing to say um sorry Raul you can tell oh no not Raul okay. no but just like <laughs> I'm not outing too much for him <laughs> okay. but I I think you can tell the women in the world that oh. are getting what they need and who it's not see I thought you were gonna say I could tell when you are and you're when Me, I yeah am? yeah meaning oh. like I should be picking up on it no, no I feel like you guys have a, such a healthy dynamic in that way that yeah you're always glowing <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm a goddess no a I'm a sexual goddess walking around all the time me a sexual goddess yeah no, right I mean but he, no I, I agree with your your point you were trying to make though definitely not <laughs> that's exactly what we said we weren't gonna do I know sorry sorry um, sorry no <laughs> No, I mean I've never I don't feel that way at all. Um, but I I, I think you can definitely see the do. I know. Yeah, I know. There's and I so... feel for them because yeah. I want I want everyone to be able to walk through their day yeah. and just like degaff all over everyone. Exactly. <laughs> With their sensual feminine like feminine. That, yeah. Get, the, get it all over everybody, please. <laughs> No, I know. You're so right, though. And I mean, that's what I was saying a minute ago. Like, I've been on both sides of it. I've been in the place of like, I hate to use the word frigid, but that is the word that's like thrown around a lot or whatever. And and I just I, there were a lot of things that contributed to a burnout, everything and and just disconnecting from myself. And so 
Uh, if you want to, honestly, also had noted down uh, self pleasure oh, yeah. as a part of that, and I don't know that I'm I'm not going to get on and say like everybody should explore that like hands down need to, but I think it can be a tool to you know explore connect to your own sexual energy, especially if you're single or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm I'm connecting to your sexual energy and connecting with your body in that way, mm-hmm. really. I mean, how how do you know? How does your part? How's your partner gonna know yes. how to support your body yes. and your body's needs if you are unfamiliar? Exactly. As well, yeah. It's it's a it's a dance together. It is. It really know? is. And you yeah. have your own part in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you can't just expect them. You know, you can't just like lay there and expect them to <laughs> totally service you and do it all right. And yeah. you know, but yeah, there's like communication of that, and it starts with knowing your own body well I mean we know anatomically like the clitoris and the g-spot and things like that like they're slightly different in a a lot of like different bodies so yeah learning yourself learning what feels good and doesn't you know what you're into what you're not into yeah and if like this is probably um what is it when nobody problem like tough hard when people don't agree with you oh um what is the what is the there's like a saying for it but okay um, i can think of it sorry the but i think it helps also for your partner to get on board with what's happening in your cycle yeah i think that has a lot to do with it that's like off topic of masturbation or self-pleasuring but like it's i think that having your your partner be involved in what's happening for yeah. you on yeah. a day-to-day basis in your cycle yeah like you i mean week not to like week. day yeah i was like day in, day like, out eh, that's day asking a lot day, <laughs> it can change it can a change. lot it can yes it can <laughs> but um no yeah, but yeah like week in and week out yeah. yeah totally i mean yeah, yeah I've, I've learned from uh, from experiences where that wasn't the case that it's like just understanding that about me and like because I was like I was saying like reality is you know your body's if you're in reproductive years it's like it's motivated to make a baby for the first couple of weeks of your cycle like those hormones literally drive your sex like higher and higher that first half of our cycle is like it's the young phase of our cycle where you want to you feel like you can conquer the world if estrogen and everything is plain right and just understanding that versus the second half of the cycle where it's like did we make a baby do okay we didn't okay we're like gonna do a bunch of different stuff now and everything is going to feel different and slower and it's just not I don't know it's probably different for different women but you know my sex drive is definitely the lowest as we head toward a new cycle starting you know and so just having your partner be respectful and understand that and would be a very nice thing so yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. You're just like breaking biological laws or something. I know. But it's not like it's, l- I would say, I would say lowest for me, but it's not like it ever really bottoms out. And I I'm like, I'll play. I'm a huge fan of having sex on my period. Yeah. So pain relief. Pain relief. Yeah. I, I will also, I think part of it is that is like a mental thing that I know that I won't get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I can't under knowing you and your life. Yes, I understand how much more fun it would be to just be like, oh my god, like oh, past ovulation. Right yeah, there's really no chance here by like day twenty on. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't have to worry about it. Well, obviously, yeah. that brings joy to us as a couple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no more kids. I'm super horny for you right now. <laughs> uh, totally, I love it. But also, no protection. 
Yeah. That's oh, that's yes. also why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but, neither person enjoys protection. But, no. Yeah. Um, but I think there's so much there's so much shame around this, you know, around yeah. even going back to the self pleasuring. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, especially in the self pleasuring, just it's it was so I mean, I, I grew up in a very, you know, conservative family. Like mm-hmm. that's not something that was like a thing. Yeah, no, we don't, don't, don't talk no, about that. You don't confess that shit if you do it. And you don't talk <laughs> I mean you there was no I will say that like when I started getting curious about boys and sexual things, um, it was thankfully before my mom passed away because mm-hmm. she was like, she she was like, you can touch your body all you want, but you can't touch other people's bodies. Yeah. You know, and that was like always the the rule, yeah. you know, around exploration. Yeah. Right. And so it wasn't super shamey around that particular topic with her. But like. <laughs> obviously dads have a different take a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and i you know naturally with their daughters they're a little more protective Uh, yeah but as i got older it was like sex is bad sex is bad you don't do that that's something that two people that are married you wait till marriage that's behind closed doors yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it was and we don't talk about it that was my whole thing it was like you just don't talk about it in my house so i'm kind of dying at my the thought of my mom telling me before the age of 14 that I could touch my body but not other people's because that would never that yeah. she would just just die oh that my would god never, yeah ever be my mom was very open in that way yeah, but love... that influence was gone right like no. after age 14 it was over so it was like then and that was the age when like we need that yeah you know? like, that's really at the point where yeah and I remember I mean I had a boyfriend my very first boyfriend lived in Rio Rico and so I would go and have overnights over there my mom would let me sleep over at his house I just blew a raspberry to the microphone sorry guys I was so (laughs) shocked by that how old were you I was like 12 13 yeah still and she um I remember coming back one day back from his house and she was like are you pregnant (laughs) <laughs> I was like mom well, you're so weird I was like I don't I was like no I wasn't doing any of that. but you know she was like so, just so open and I was like yeah. I'll love you either way yeah you know yeah but that wasn't the story thereafter wow yeah so um yeah so I mean we didn't learn like yeah you know learn about exploring your yeah I mean even all my parents well, they just trusted that sexual education in like fifth grade maybe yeah. was enough. Yeah. And and it was otherwise like, yeah, sex is bad and definitely self-pleasure is bad. So yeah. even if for a while there in my early 20s when I was not practicing, ended up going back to the religion. But the time that I didn't, like if I tried to, there was so much shame around it. So much shame. Yeah. And then fast forward to, you know, truly leaving that culture, I struggled with some of that still like the whole psychology behind it that I'd heard for so so long so someone that I highly recommend if you're curious about the conversation of removing shame uh, around self-pleasure and exploring your own sexuality in general is Kimonami because she was one of the first people that I found um, you know with exploring all of this for myself and um, learning my own body better and you know sexual preferences and stuff and she has entire classes on you know 
how to use I think it's like how to use self-pleasuring as a tool for creative energy Mm -hmm. so she recommends she recommends really regular amounts of self-pleasure like way more than I would probably be into for myself but um she she talks about how um, and there is also a physiological thing about this, like for the male ejaculation, they almost all of them just want to fall asleep. Right. For And I think we've talked about yeah. this and you're also breaking biological rules of this one, too, huh? Because for the female yeah. orgasm. For, for most women, the cascade of emotions and hormones is actually very energizing. And so you'll, that's why you've all the jokes about men just like conking out and snoring and women are like, cool, good night, you know, and that's that. I mean, that holds true for me. Like it's very energizing. And so I've practiced that that way for myself. And like I'm very limited in how often that I do it at this point for personal reasons. But um, it's still very much like a it's an energetic it's an energy thing like I'm talking about like connecting to your own energy and when you do it and then you're like what can I get done or what can I create or whatever that becomes like a pretty cool synergistic way I think and was very helpful for me like yeah. around the shame thing yeah, you know that's so neat I I have never heard of someone connecting the creative creativity to yeah, it yeah yeah total she's like channel channel it especially I think if you're in maybe some frustration or feeling blocked in life like whether it's career-wise or whatever it is right relationship-wise she tries she suggests using that as a as a tool you know for propelling yourself forward yeah something in your life yeah so which i just really love yeah which kind of does connect to us um our us recently off podcast we were talking (laughs) about the connection between our emotional experience and our cycle right um I was like, which foxer? Uh, well, remember cleaning the toilet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do you need to me to remind oh, you? No, yeah. that was a whole evening of cleaning my toilet. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. One, the one time I've cleaned my toilet in I the know. last, I don't know I'm how like many months. I've cleaned my toilet a million times. Oh, I'm sorry. Your, my toilet's clean for you today. Yeah, so. it looks great. Yeah, I was like, yeah. shiny toilet, perfect. <laughs> I, I mean, that wasn't related to, oh, yeah, now I'm putting it together. I like, was like, there was not self-pleasure related to that conversation. No, off it was topic. Trying cycle, to make this yeah. clear for people listening. Yeah. But it was, yeah, something that you were relating when it comes to like. Well, just our feminine being. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you know, channeling other uh, other parts of of your being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because you were talking about cleaning the blood off of your toilet before. No, cleaning cleaning my toilet before before my cycle started. Yeah. 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 So having a clear channel for for the shedding. Instinctively did that, like not even thinking about what day you were on. Yeah. Your brain was just like, I'm going to clean my toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Bizarre. Um, But yeah. And then I think we kind of already got to this, but like normalizing sex and not associating with shame. Yeah. You know, and not, I mean, especially I, (laughs) I have to tell this story. I'm going to be quick because I know. I don't know where we're yeah, at, yeah. mm-hmm. but um, Raul was so. If give a slight bit of backstory, but this happened recently, and I meant to tell you about this on Foxer. That I was um, so we own a property management company, and I'm the designated broker for it, right? So that means that I'm like I'm I'm the big boss. There's the owners, but they have no authority to anything associated to real estate, right? So um. So Raul was talking to another one of his like 
partners, I'll call him. And he was like, hey, I heard his partner. Hey, I heard you've been sleeping with the boss. And Raul's like so mortified. <laughs> and he was like freaking out that he said that. And I was like, I was like, well, I think he knows that we've slept together because we have two children and we're married. Yeah, yeah. I think you do, you look I think around you at tell me part kids. of this actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was like, yes, of course. I mean, you look around at children, people with children. Yeah. And you're like, I know you've had you sex. guys had sex at least a couple times. You banged. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So it's like, uh, why are we being so shaming about it? Like, yeah. we're all doing it. Yeah. I mean, well, the I, the point is to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Please do it more. Do it more. Well, and I think that with that, I mean, we haven't gone through all of the reasons, or but it's like covering right. all this stuff as far as like bandwidth, sex drive, taking care of yourself, all this stuff. It's like the more, just like everything shamey, the more that we bury it, the like mm-hmm. just going to perpetuate it. And, you know, normalizing the conversation and, you know, opening up to it, about it to people in your circles that it's safe to you know like do and but also I do have to say like show up more I mean that's what I know I would have told myself you know 10 years ago it's like just show up more and it can look like a lot of different things you know everyone's cadence and whatever it's I'm not we're not gonna be on here telling anyone what frequency they need to be doing this at but like just showing up you know texting like we were chatting about before we started recording like yeah. things the way things ways that you can show up to initiate you know sun fun texts or photos unsolicited or you know and it doesn't have to be like the idea that sex is so much work is just such a sad one to me because yeah I just think that's a terrible mindset but it's what yeah. happens when we have really busy lives yeah, right and true. and we're tired and whatever and just it does it like something happens in our brains where it's like okay that's work but it doesn't have to be work even it doesn't even like yeah. you know I was saying yeah. I don't like I'm not a huge morning sex fan but it's like when I'm with somebody I'm like can you just slip your dick in there real quick? Like, you know, like, it doesn't have to be yeah. this whole production, right? Right. Intimacy can look like a lot of things. And I think just showing up and initiating, even, you know, like the men should be initiating a lot, I think. But, yeah. you know, we can do a lot of things from a very feminine place where we're not feeling like we're driving the sex train, but still letting them know we want that, you know, we want that. They want us to want that, you know, yeah. that's a big I think respect signaling thing from them is to like, yeah, you know, there's a whole dick worship conversation for I, a reason, yeah, right? So, I know, really, yeah. it's always about the dick. But the, I, I mean, sending, it goes a long way just even for, for your partner to know that you want them. Exactly. You know, yeah. and I want to feel wanted too, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's part of how I feel feminine and sensual and available for sex Yeah, is feeling wanted, right? Yeah. And feeling desired in that way. Yeah. And I do have to say, I feel for women, you know, in a relationship where you don't feel desired anymore. And yeah. I've been there. It's 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 hard to it's hard to try and show up when you feel that way. But, you know, we can we can still try. Yeah. Or you might be in the wrong Or dump that place. person. Yeah. <laughs> you might be in the wrong. Yeah. Wrong. wrong one. The wrong if you one. are no longer feeling desired or if they're looking elsewhere. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So send, send 
the nudies. <laughs> the nudes. It doesn't even have to be a, a nude. Like, you know, like, no, does yeah. he like your legs? Exactly. Like, send a picture of yeah, your legs. Just send, yeah, does he send like pics. feet? Does he like A lot of feet? men seem to like feet. I know. I don't know. I, Raul I, could not care less about my feet. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, anything that just is like, hey. <laughs> Put like, it out there. Hey. <laughs> Here's my leg. <laughs> <laughs> no we know men are so visual so oh yeah they're, yeah, they're imagining all the things so mm-hmm. have fun with it yeah all right well hopefully this has helped normalize the conversation a little bit more for you guys yeah so we would love keep to keep an eye out for more sex conversations yes how many times can i say sex in this episode before we recorded i was like can we talk about sex please yeah yeah I and like, i was like okay. <laughs> okay and then i was like okay. talking about sex <laughs> <laughs> Rip the band-aid. Keep Turn doing it. Volume down. Keep bringing you the sex content. Yeah. Was segs? Segs. Segs. That's what people are saying. So, so they stupid. don't get so like. Get, yeah, I know. Like changing shadow all, yeah, all the words. Just the podcast. Say all sex. the words. It's annoying. All right. Okay. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> Let's giggle some more. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>